Have you ever been in love with somebody so much that you've had to fall out of love with them to survive? Today's episode is all about being able to fall out of love and survive. All right, here we go. It's deep. This is James Axel, and I'm coming to you semi-homemade live on a pile of stuffed animals. Oh, my God, James. I cannot believe you just said that on the air. Oh, my. Oh, believe it. Believe it. That's all you're you going to get crazy. here is 100% growth. And I love that. Thank you. Thank you. You have absolutely Excuse no me, sir. Right are you even listening you to the words to coming out of I your mouth? You have absolutely no right to I even be saying. I speak the truth. Oh I always gosh, speak the you're truth. Insane. You are insane. Here at James Axel, all we give you is 100% truth. Guaranteed. That is a load of horse. My name is James Axel, and I'm coming to you semi-homemade live on a pile of stuffed animals. Hey everyone, salutations. How are you doing? James Axel with another riveting podcast. Letting you know all about my spiritual adventures. Holy buckets. For the last couple of days, I've just been writing and writing and writing. I didn't know how to verbalize a damn thing of what I was going through or what I went through. And in order for me to be able to help other people, I had to be able to verbalize my feelings into words that people could comprehend what I was trying to say. Otherwise, I was just this rambling mess trying to describe my feelings in a hundred thousand words. Who has that time? Nobody. So I had to learn how to tell my message in as little verbiage as possible. And I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know what I even went through. And this is how it all started. I totally lost myself. Have you ever lost yourself completely, like mentally lost yourself? Like you have been dealing with so many things at once and all of a sudden you literally feel like you're lost and you have no idea anymore what is up, down, under, or in between. And you are trying as hard as you can to make sense out of what is happening in your life at the moment. I have been there. I have been in those moments where I I was asking, oh my gosh, what is that saying? Uh, You'll only give me as much as I can handle? How much do you think I can handle? Because you're giving me everything all at once. Like, come on, what is up with this? I mean, has anyone ever felt like that? I I have, and this all started happening about three years ago, and, and I didn't have anything else to do uh, except for turn to God and start praying like crazy, going, oh my gosh, what is going on? I need some answers. Please help me. And in my depths of despair, there was a voice that I heard that told me, all right, you have one of two options. You can go forward with life 
and hate everyone and everything and just slam everything you've you ever come in contact with just because it's there or you can take everything you've learned thus far in life analyze it really really dig deep inside yourself and try to figure out why the things happened in your life the way that they happened and not lie to yourself for the first time be honest with yourself Learn from your mistakes and look at this since you have nothing as a second chance to start your life all over again because it's never too late. And I decided that one. And even though I may have been crying, even though I may have been in pain, and even though I may have been like totally lost in this world, I knew that I knew how to perform. I knew how to perform, no matter what, because the show must always go on. And that is in my blood. And so I told myself, I'm on a performance right now. You have got to keep it together because you have to perform. And I told myself that I was in my own production, basically, for these last three years and still am. And I had to tell myself, you better show up because they're counting on you. You have to be there because you are the performance. You are the art. And if you don't show up, how will anybody else? So you have to be there. James, show up and be strong. You are the art. Show up and be the art. And that's what I would tell myself. And I, I, would, I would get dressed in my costumes. I would get dressed in my wardrobe. I would get dressed in my performance wardrobe of what character I needed to be that day in order to make it through. And it would work every time, along with music, 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 music. I would always listen to music that made me feel something I've never felt before, something Something became alive inside of me when I started dancing to the music and not giving a shit about what anybody else thought I was doing. As soon as I stopped caring and just did what I needed to do to survive, in a loving way, I wasn't going out being mean to people. I wasn't even trying to interact with people. I was doing this all by myself. It's other people that didn't like what I was doing they would come up to me and stop me. I would never go up to anybody and and go up and perform in their face. I would never do that. However, singing out loud, people came up to me and told me to knock it off and stop all the time. Shut up. You shouldn't do that. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Even LAPD told me to shut up. And I told myself, if you stop doing what you are doing right now, they will have won. And again, you will have put yourself on the back burner. It is now time for you to stand up for what you believe in and prove that you're not doing anything to hurt anyone and just keep being you. Just keep being you. Just keep being you because you're awesome. And I found out that I am awesome. I love me. 
I, I, I am a lot of fun. I, it took me a while to realize how much fun I am and how fucking hysterical I can be sometimes. However, if I didn't have this time, if I didn't, if I wasn't forced to go through this, if I didn't go through all of these pains, and if I didn't go through all of these hurts, if I didn't go through all of this destruction, I never, ever would have needed to beg this much to be saved. And man, oh man, was I saved. I didn't look for God. God came to me. I mean, I wasn't looking for anything because I didn't think God was an option for me since, you know, a homosexual and all. You know how you know how they are out there. Oh, you're gay. God fucking hates you. I'm like, uh, I thought God made everything in the eye of God, so therefore I'm fucking perfect, so get off my knots. All right? Why don't you go try to destroy somebody else's life since you hate yours so much? Mine's awesome, so just leave me alone. Go off and pick on somebody else that doesn't give a shit. You know, I'm so sick and tired of everyone telling me exactly how I need to live my life. I got so sick and tired of everybody telling me what I needed to do with my life. I was like, fuck all y'all. No, this is what I'm doing with my life for once. And you can handle it because I'm not making myself something so you feel more comfortable. I'm not going to tamp my awesomeness down because you feel insufficient. I'm not going to stop being who I am just because you can't handle how fucking awesome I am. I can't be sad enough to make somebody else happy. I can't be poor enough to make somebody else rich. I can't be mad enough to make somebody else happy. That being said, I'd rather just be happy all the time. And if somebody wants to hate me, well, that's not my fault. That's, you know, they have to deal with that. I don't have to hate them. I don't hate it. Why would I hate anyone? I don't hate anyone. I mean, if somebody hates me, that has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with them hating me. You know, not me hating them because I don't hate them. What have they done to me? Nothing except hate me. You know, I'm not going to hate them because they hate me. No. I mean, if they start trying to, like, start shit, I'm still not going to hate them. I'm just going to be like, whoa, come on, let's talk this out. Why you got to be such a dick? You know? If we communicate, maybe you'll understand where I'm coming from, and then you won't be so mean to me. Well, gee, that's a thought. Let's talk. No, instead of talking, let's fight. I like fighting instead, because it makes me feel more like a man. You know what I'm saying? I like to punch and fight, because I feel like a man. I'm like, what is up with that? What's wrong with talking and men like crying or shedding a tear once in a while going, that was awesome, man. What's wrong with men doing that? Nothing. You're more powerful as a man if you do that. That's my thought. That's my thought. And men who can 
get in tune with themselves and be comfortable with just being them and they don't care that some gay guy or some black person or an Asian person or Armenian person or an Asian person or somebody is sitting next to them that might be different, they're not going to give a shit because they're so comfortable. They're like, hey, it's just another person I get to find out who they are. That's awesome. Hi, how are you? You know, I mean, that's it. It's that simple. Instead of going, I don't like you because you're different. Now, that I don't get. You know, that I don't get. However, anyway, I just, had to, I, just, I just had to talk about that for a hot second. All right, so falling out of love. Have you ever been in love? I was, I was married. And I'm making this podcast when he's at work. So I'm not talking about him behind his back. However, I just don't feel like saying this while he's in the house. Yes, I still live with my ex-husband. I don't have, I, I don't think anybody has an idea of how difficult it was to have to fall out of love with your future and to have to say goodbye to your future while you're still living with it day by day every day you see your past future that you have to fall out of love with even though they've fallen out of love with you and it's done for them for you it's not and for you you're still madly in love however they've turned off the valve and you have to survive or you're going to live in this fantasy world that you're going to get back together. And I didn't want to live in that fantasy world of we're going to get back together. Because I would have had to go through another blow when, let's say, he's moved on so much he starts dating somebody else. And then I have, would have to deal with that all over again. I had to live in reality and tell myself, this is over, man. You have got to learn how not to love him like that. And for me to stay mentally sane and be able to talk about this without falling apart, that in itself makes me feel amazing. That I can talk about this now and go, wow, how the F did I make it through that? And there's only one answer. I had help. I did not do this alone. There, was no, there would be no way that mentally I could go through all the things that I went through on top of living with the person I had to fall out of love with. To, to erase your future that you had planned, that you had engraved in stone in your mind that this was it. I found the one. And then to erase that from your mind and have to get rid of that future that you have carved in your mind is very difficult. It is very difficult to erase your future that you thought you were going to live. And then you all of a sudden enter uncertainty zone where you have no idea now where your life is headed. And then the spinning starts. 
Oh, the spinning. Isn't that a fun time when you can't control a fucking thing you think about? And you're just like, oh my gosh, I have ADD on steroids and crack. At the same time, what am I going to do? And you just go from one thought to the other to the other. And your problems all start storming together to equal one huge, massive problem. Coming in fast. And now it's this monster. All of your problems have formed together. To equal problemito, the problem monster. And it's like, whoa. What I had to do was take all those problems apart again and zoom out. Because I was zoomed in, making my problems look so much bigger than they were. And I'm not saying that living with your ex-husband that you have to fall out of love with isn't a big problem. That was. However, I was giving the same amount of energy to every single situation that I was living in, whether it be big or small. And I was draining myself. And I was like, okay, this situation over here does not deserve that much energy. So let's take some of that energy and put it towards this so that way we can get done with this one faster this one ain't that big of a deal so just get rid of this one and then that one's completely disappeared along with that 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 you know all 20 of those small situations just get rid of those really quick and then you just have these big three these three big ones and then once you get rid of that hey it's not that big of a deal so I had to look at my situations and my and my issues that I was dealing with my situations, my life choices that were being thrown at me, I had to look at them and dissect them down into smaller problems or small, smaller, smaller mountains, making them smaller mounds, taking, removing the huge-ass blockage that I made and then destructing it down into smaller little problems or situations made it easier for my mind to look at instead of looking at, well, I have this, and then I have that, and then there's this, and then that, and then I have this. And that's what I was doing. I was all over the place, all over the place. And I, I, I didn't know how to, because I, I had to force myself to deal with this main situation of falling out of love. I had never done it before, and I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to have to deal with the elephant in the room. However, I did. I did. I dealt with the elephant in the room. I had to tell myself, hey, man, do you want to survive this? Or do you want to be a statistic? Do you want to be a success story? Or do you want to just be a number? What do you want to be? What do you want to be? What is your choice at this moment in time? Are you going to fall down and stay there? Or are you going to reach up and grab that rope? Well, I grabbed the rope. I grabbed the rope. And I started climbing. And I slid down so many times. 
But then I started climbing up and staying up. And then I started climbing the rope a little bit higher. And then I would slide down a little bit. Yeah, but not as far as I used to. And then I would climb the rope a little bit more. And then maybe I would slip just a little bit. And then I would climb the rope a little bit more. And then I knew I was going to slip. So then I'd hang on tight and then I wouldn't slip. And then I would climb the rope more and then I got out. And I was like, huh. Now that I'm out, I'm running all over the place. Look at how much room I have now. I could still be down there where I have little room and I'm not moving or doing anything and I'm just sitting there. Or I could be where I'm at right now, up here, running all over the place. And look at what I've been able to do mentally. I've been able to dig myself out of my own personal hell and start all over again. Because I believe, I believe, I believe in God. I believe in the help of spirits, angels, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. And I have been saved. I truly believe that. And, and it's one of those things where if, if I would have listened to myself, like if I would have played this for myself three years ago, I would have laughed in your face. I would have laughed in your face. And went, get the fuck out of here. All this spiritual God bullshit. No. Now I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, like I am praying every day. My life is transformed. I, I look at life so differently. I look at God in a whole brand new light. I look at God as one of my best friends, almost as a spouse. Like I, as much love as you could have for a spouse, I have for God. I love God like a spouse would love someone. That's how much love I have. I would die for God. I would die for God. That's how much love. I would sacrifice. Not that I'm going to kill myself, obviously. Not going to do that. When I say, like, if God said, hey, we need you right now, I'd be like, okay, take me. I'm ready. Let's go. You know? Uh, someone ring a bell so I get ring, uh, like some wings right away, okay? Thanks. Uh, and that's how it would go. Uh-huh. I say that right at 316. Oh! Gotta love that number. One of the most popular numbers in the Bible. I've been seeing 316 written all over LA and I freaking love it. It's awesome. Misfits love God too. Ain't that great? God loves misfits more. That's what I've been told. Cause we're on the island of misfit toys, y'all. <laughs> My name is James Axel, and I'm coming to you semi-homemade live on a pile of stuffed animals.